The future of work isn't about shareholder value, technology, metrics, or automation. It's about being human and putting people first through actionable love. Welcome to the Love in Action podcast, where we hold deep conversations with extraordinary people to help you grow as a leader and expand your business. Here's your host, Marcel Schwantes. So as many of you know, uh, I'm writing a book. It's going to be released fall of 2024. And I have promised you that I'd be giving you sneak peeks of my writing journey and what I'm finding in my research along the way. So today's episode follows in that fashion. Now, if you've been following me over the years, you know that I believe leaders have an enormous responsibility to take care of people entrusted under their care. Bob Chapman, co-author of Everybody Matters and CEO of the $2 billion Barry Waymiller, he reminded me in a conversation in this podcast that every employee is somebody's daughter or son or someone's spouse or partner. And each person is relying on the leader for guidance to, to be taken care of, to experience purpose and growth and success in their jobs and feel like their leaders are doing their best to care for people. Really, that's the bottom line. People want to feel cared for. But I call it for what it really is. People want to feel loved. Now, with this premise in mind, you may be curious, Marcel, why write a business book about leading with love in such a loveless business world where you know, people are objectified as a means to a profitable end and where you know, takers far outnumber givers? I mean, why should we even care? It's business. And this is how we conduct ourselves at work, right? Nothing personal. So get over it. Well, I beg to differ. Perhaps the question that we should be asking is this. Why do people lead in ways that are so unsuitable to how human beings are innately designed to want to experience positive emotions, especially in the workplace? Well, the answer to that question is a good starting point for the rest of my book. In chapter one, I explain that love begins as a human development process in the brain as infants. And as we get older, as we go through our developmental years as, as children, we're exposed to positive bonding experiences in loving homes. And those loving homes, as we mature, hopefully into healthy adults, we remain social animals requiring still the need to receive social and emotional stability through relationships, through community. And in, in love-deprived homes growing up during those, those crucial developmental years, children who become fully mature adults naturally lean towards superficiality and narcissism and even, even psychopathy. And, you know, these are all the destructive traits that are found in current management thinking and practice around the world, and especially in the political arena. So as I dug into the research on human development and human performance, I decided to explore another unfamiliar route for a leadership book. What if 
I ask myself, what the world's religions have known for thousands of years about, you know, the practice of love for one another may be the key to unlocking the potential of the world's business leaders to perform at an unprecedented human level. So track with me here, because this is where my research took an interesting turn. Love is a, a human requirement for our very survival. Our need for it transcends countries, cultures, generations, and even the human race. Religions understand the importance of love, right? For example, in, in Christian circles, agape love is that selfless, altruistic, and, and unconditional love, right? It's the kind of love described by St. Thomas Aquinas as, as, as having the desire for another person to succeed or to will the good of another. In Jewish tr tradition, the commandment of, you know, love other people is given in the Torah, which states, love your neighbor as yourself. The Quran urges Muslims to treat all people with, quote, deep kindness. The Baha'i faith describes four types of love, including the love of human beings for human beings. And in Buddhist and Hindu traditions, karuna love is practiced through compassion and mercy, a selfless form of love to reduce the suffering of others. So we take for granted what we've historically known and experienced to now be outdated conventional management standards of practice from the industrial age. We've hung on to it because that's what worked then. Yet what worked then no longer works now. So what if we turned to the virtues, virtues of altruistic love as, as taught by the world's noblest religions to transform leaders in the workplace? So when I inspected the, 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 the contrarian possibilities of, of turning to religion instead of science for answers to workplace problems, I was dumbfounded by the discoveries that connect both of them both of them, science and religion. Religion, outside, you know, the context of, of dogma and fundamentalism, which is the, you know, the, the dark side of religion, has defined the most altruistic human traits for people belonging in faith communities, you know, in relationship to each other. Science, on the other hand, has demonstrated the evidence for raising the bar on leadership, organizational and human performance, you know, to energize teams and maximize profit. Well, as it turns out, the discoveries are both are very much aligned. What religions have known about noble human traits, science has studied and confirmed its impact on people and work cultures. So both schools of thought, as, as distant as they may seem, are actually on board with one underlying premise that will drive the rest of this book. Work is human. And for organizations to survive and thrive, love, the most powerful force on the planet, is really the overlooked machine that powers teams and, and whole organizations 
to outperform the competition. The future of leadership is love and action. And that's the premise of my book. So I hope you'll stick around for future mini episodes where I drop more sneak peeks into chapters of my book as I write them. And I appreciate you guys listening in to what speaks to my heart and what my calling is all about. To learn more about how I can help your leaders grow and thrive, well, the best way to do that is to bring me to speak at your company event or conference. I would love to don a stage or a a conference room somewhere and teach you the values and the principles of leadership and especially servant leadership. And you can visit my website, marcelschwantes.com, and click on speaking to learn more. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Love in Action podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it, subscribe, and leave us a review. Until next time, don't forget, the future of leadership is love in action. Believe it, practice it, and watch your business grow.